Well, hello there. We are off and running, or walking, or crawling, <laughs> depending on your pace of getting your Lent underway. I'm Jerry Usher with Debbie Giorgiani. It's take two with Jerry and Debbie and you and the show team. And thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Today, Lent officially gets underway with Ash Wednesday. So if you're watching the video stream on YouTube or Facebook, hi, you guys. You'll see that Debbie and I have both been to Mass already and mm -hmm. gotten our ashes. And hopefully you have done the same or are going to at some point during the day today. Debbie, it's a yes, wonderful it's day. Not it's not a holy day of obligation, but it really is that holy day of privilege to go to Mass, to kick off Lent, to start Lent in a proper way with going to Mass, receiving your ashes, receiving our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the most holy Eucharist. It is just a, a, a beautiful way to start the Lenten journey. And yes, Jerry and I both have our ashes because we have been to Mass. And I just wanted to say that... Um, I was a little bit, um, just a little bit bummed after everybody got their ashes because I received mine from um, one of the um, the other uh, assistants at Mass. And mm -hmm. Father, um, who was um, giving out ashes, he made a perfect cross on everyone's forehead. Absolutely mm -hmm. perfect. It will almost look like an artistic cross. Mm -hmm. And I get a thumbprint. It's the story of my life. Wow. Yeah, that's... Something to be really bummed about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said to I said to Marty, I said, "Wow, well, it would have been so cool to have it on video for Take Two. I would have had a perfect cross." But then maybe the Take Two family would have thought, "Oh, she probably did that to herself. She probably took like a little marker or something." <laughs> well, you could touch it up a little bit. You know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But it was it was just a beautiful mass, and it was packed, Jerry. Mm, the 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 church was packed. It was the basilica packed? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we had a 7 a.m. Mass. First time they've ever had a 7 a.m. Mass on Ash Wednesday. It was not packed, but it was way more than the pastor really anticipated were going to be there. So, mm -hmm. And then at 9, we had the school kids Mass. There's about 200 school kids, and there were about nice. 250 other people. And mm -hmm. we have a Mass starting in 7 minutes and another one at 6.30 Eastern tonight in Spanish here at the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach. Wow, that is wonderful. So it's beautiful to start, Len. We want to hear from you our Take-Two family. And I, you've already sent some pictures because I got them this morning. You know who I'm talking about, Jody and the others. Come on, you guys, just call in and share about going to Mass and starting Lent and um, receiving ashes and seeing the packed churches. It really is, a, and lots of children. That is wonderful. Also, we're going to talk about the requirements for today, fasting and abstinence, and then the exceptions if you have medical issues and things like that. And um, if, you're, if you're not Catholic, like you can receive ashes to start Lent as well. So there's so many things we can talk about. And then Jerry and I did some research on the Matthew Kelly 33 Days to Eucharistic Glory, and I am hooked. Oh, I have so much to say about it. I, 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 I watched all the videos. I, I shared them. I am so excited. I asked Marty if we uh, can do the 33 Days to uh, Eucharistic Glory, and of course he said yes, and I'm super excited about that. I'd love to get Matthew Kelly on take two. That would be fantastic. But let's hear from our Take Two audience. What do you say, Jer? Yeah, 833-288-EWTN. That is the phone number to call if it's easier to remember with the letters EWTN. That turns out to be 833-288-3986. Tell us how your Lent is getting started. Have you uh, have you been to Matt? Have you been out in the public somewhere with the uh, the ashes and had anybody come up to you and say, um, excuse me, you've got a little smudge on your forehead there. Mm. That's happened to me many times. 
Have you gotten your ashes yet today? And if so, was it uh, at a mass? Hopefully it was at a mass. Some parishes just offer them. I know one parish near where I am just says stop in any time during the day and get your ashes. So, right, right. Um, you know, I, I'd prefer to see it within the context of a liturgy. But um, what about you, Take-Two family? Uh, we can continue our conversation from yesterday, things that you may be planning for your Lenten uh, journey this year in 2024. Uh, things you might be uh, cutting out of your life, maybe adding in a little bit more prayer time, uh, more regular mass attendance, being kinder to people, being more patient, like say when you're behind the wheel of the car. We can talk about a lot of things here, but let's really get uh, you know into a, an impactful conversation about the season of Lent. It can seem like such a season of death and dying and gloom and doom, but it's about life. Lent is about life. It's about being refreshed, rejuvenated, and prepared to go on with our walk with Christ, even beyond Lent, with the disciplines and practices that we mm-hmm. take on. So it's your show, Take Two Family. Take it away at 833-288-3986. And Makabinsky's at the phones, Michael McCall on social media, and Ace McKay is at the controls. Um, please weigh in on this, you know, how you feel about Lent, because I agree with Jerry. You know, you don't want Lent to just be the 40 days Okay, and then it stops, and then you get on with your your regular normal life. You want it to continue on, it, to transform you, to change you, to have you grow closer to God. I really believe doing the 33 days to Eucharistic glory, I think it looks like that is transformative. We heard that from our Take Two family yesterday. Also, Jerry, I just wanted to say this. I think it's time that we... So many of us um, sitting on the sidelines and, you know, observing and watching what's happening. It's time we we get in the game. It really is. It's time that we really go deep with God. Don't wait for the end of your life. Please don't do that. I know there's a lot of deathbed conversions, but you don't want to do that. It's it's much better to get closer to God right now on this side of the veil so that it's a seamless transition. Once you, once you leave this life, you just go into the arms of Jesus absolutely in a beautiful way. That's how the saints did it. We believe it's, it's wonderful. So let's work on it now. So how, what can, how can you make Lent more meaningful for you? Can you call in and let's all, you know, brainstorm and, and do our take two way where we learn and grow together. So we walk away just kind of supercharged about Lent 2024. How cool is that, guys? Come on. 833-288-3986. Yeah, I'd love to hear from anybody if you're doing some particular program during Lent. There's a Exodus 90 for men. That's not just during Lent. That can be done anytime, but a lot of men take that on during Lent, the Exodus 90. I know that uh, Scott Hahn and his colleagues at the St. Paul Center for Biblical Theology are doing what they call what they call Exodus and Exile. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are women's programs out there. So maybe you've really tried to lay some kind of a program over the top of your Lenten journey to help you out a little bit, help you keep disciplined and focused and Really dig, dig, dig deep, as Debbie was talking about during this Lenten season. So what's Lent going to be looking like for you? What, what do you think, anyway, at least here at the start? 833-288-EWTN. couple phone lines still open. We're going to your calls in a moment. 833-288-3986.
We're talking about Lenten disciplines today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We want to hear your Lenten uh, path, your plan, your journey. We want to hear all about it. Why? Because we care. We're the Take Two family. So let's go fill those last two phone lines, 833-288-3986. Maybe all this talk about Lent, you're saying, what are they talking about? You know, I'm kind of curious what's going on. Call us, 833-288-3986. And Jerry, before we go to the phones, Memento Mori t-shirt. Okay, listen to this, folks. It's really cool. It's Latin. It's uh, Memento Mori means uh, remember death. This this uh, shirt is dusty gray with a white design of a skull encircled with flowers with the words Memento Mori, which means, like I just said in Latin, remember death. Now, I know that that kind of sounds funny when you're listening to us describing it, but it really has a depth to it. And that's why this shirt is so powerful. On the back is Psalm uh, 90, uh, 9012, which reads, teach us to count our days. Um, uh, teach us to count our days, aright, that we may gain wisdom of heart. The shirts are 100% cotton and are available in sizes small to 2X. Available now at EWTNRC.com. Free standard shipping, online orders, $75 or more. Standard um, standard shipping for the continental U.S. only. Use code free at checkout. I hesitated there only because we all share a working document and the document just jumped and I could, <laughs> couldn't find my, my place. And I was like, wait, okay, so let me make sure I, did I read that correctly, Jerry? I think I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it sounds like a cool shirt. It does. It really, everything at the EWTNRC is good, so... Again, do definitely go check that shirt out at EWTNRC.com. Okay, one line is still open here. We're talking all things Lent and Ash Wednesday and what you plan to do during this uh, beautiful, holy, really a life-giving season of the year. 833-288-3986. We will start off with Barbara in Massachusetts listening on the Station of the Cross today. Hello, Barbara. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Jerry and Debbie. How are you? Great. Um, first so time caller call. to your show, Welcome. and I love it. I've been listening for years, and I just was inspired with Deb's comment in the beginning about how she just got a little smudge of ashes. I was so amazed today because I had a hat and scarf on. It's cold here in Massachusetts. We had a snowstorm yesterday, mm-hmm. and we had to work hard to get out so we could be at Mass today at 8 o'clock. But anyway, I was there. And uh, Father Peter was our um, server for um, our priest today, and uh, he did beautiful crosses, Debbie. Beautiful oh, crosses. Yeah. I never saw him so perfect in all my life. He had to lift my hat up with his with his finger a little bit to make it, and then he then he pulled it down a little bit and gave me a beautiful smile. But he, he's just a wonderful man, but um, and priest, and we all love him here. He's fairly new to our parish, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I know what it is to get the smug. And I know mm-hmm. what it is to get the cross. And I felt bad when you said that. So I just wanted to call and let you know. I hope you take a selfie, Barbara. You need to take a selfie of it because it's, I, I, in all the years that I have been, my whole entire life that I can remember being Catholic, and I've been Catholic since I was a, a newborn, um, I, I've never seen a perfectly designed cross. So if, so if you if you got that, which I believe you, you should take a selfie and keep it because I think it's pretty special. What I saw today, I, I was amazed. I mean, it literally looked like he had took a paintbrush and did it so perfectly. And then I get a thumbprint, Barbara. So I want you to feel sorry for me, but I'm happy for you. I remember you in my grocery today for that. But, you know, the thing is, I was 
so amazed myself that I did take a, a, a picture. I, I didn't know quite how to do it, so I, I looked in the mirror, and I held the phone down a little bit so you could see my forehead, yeah. and it's just perfect. So I wanted to send it to my daughters with a happy, you know, Ash Wednesday and, and happy Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. Well, well Bar- <laughs> see, Barbara, uh, here's, here's the thing. This is, and tell me what you think, Jerry. Maybe you don't feel this way because you're, you're a man. So as, as females, okay, you made the comment. Did you go out and somebody said, oh, you got a smudge on your forehead? Okay, so if we had a perfectly designed cross, people would kind of be cool with that, right, Barbara? And people wouldn't be looking at us thinking our makeup like ran across our forehead. What do you say? Right. I think, no, they would know that you were a soldier for Christ, yes. Th- that's yes. right. I See? know, it's really beautiful, but I just wanted to just let you know that um, it's just the greatest thing to get the real cross there, and that's much. <laughs> so you're right, Debbie, you're feeling a little cheated, you know, but yeah. um, you're close to Christ, you know, so. Hey, Thank Barbara, you. I'm curious, where were you in line? Uh, kind of one of the first, one of the last, somewhere in between. Where, whereabouts were you in line to get your ashes? I was really kind of toward the end because I was in the oh. back of the church today. Okay. So I had to wait a little bit, you know. Well, but he did a beautiful job. But maybe they, maybe they, they, they announced that to all the parishes. I don't know, but we're going to make perfect crosses <laughs> and have helpers. We just had Father, so maybe the priest got that message. I don't know. Well, you were back a little way, so he had a lot of people to practice on, you know, so <laughs> maybe you some of them yeah. got the smudges. Who knows? <laughs> Barbara, thank you. Thanks, sweetheart. Barbara. You're a sweetheart. We love you. Thanks for being a longtime listener to the program. First time there, caller. There was a reason I asked, because mm-hmm. I looked up online different Ash Wednesday crosses, and mm-hmm. there is a, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, an image here, and they, there's one that they call the first in line, and it's a perfect perfect shape of a cross are you looking at the same thing i'm looking yeah, at yeah yeah i've seen it it, it floats all over got, social you almost media. got the blob debbie there's one called I, the blob <laughs> and then thanks there's a lot father's the revenge which is like uh, three times the size of any other cross and thick it's well, where father is, really pours is, it yours out. is almost half your whole entire forehead hmm yeah, well kind of is shiny, that the revenge <laughs> So what's isn't there another one? There's another one that's funny too. There. Oh, I just closed the. Oh, uh, you did. Yeah, it's yeah. all over social media. That that um, that meme is everywhere. Yeah. That graphic. Um, you know, we have one open phone line because Barbara, who was a first time caller, will never be a first time caller again. So we hope to hear from her again. She freed a phone line just for you. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. And Jerry, before we get to Caesar, I just wanted to share because it's very important. Please, folks, go to usccb.org. That's the United States uh, Conference of Catholic Bishops website, usccb.org. Just uh, type in Lent, scroll down. It, there is a question and answer about the uh, fasting and abstinence today, the requirements, the age requirements, the medical um, ex- exceptions and exemptions and and, and um, uh, special specific situations um, in, ver- it, you know, like the what the moral theologians say, and then what is the common practice. There's all sorts of questions and answers uh, regarding uh, what we are to do as Catholic Christians. Please look at that site, and please go to the Catechism of the Catholic Church and uh, look at for the paragraphs on sin. Okay, there's a whole section on sin, venial sins, mortal sins, and make sure you're in a, in um, 
free from mortal sin uh, if you're going to receive the Eucharist, okay? So you don't want to heap another mortal sin on top of you. So go to the confession, okay, if you if you have any mortal sins. Now, venial sins, they are uh, washed away with the Holy Mass if you're attending Mass. But really, to better be safe than sorry, uh, go to confession. That's what I say. There's Amen. that catechist hat that went on mm-hmm. for a second. I just had to make sure I said all those things. Good. Thank you. All right. As Debbie promised, Caesar is next in Sioux City, Iowa, listening on Siouxland Catholic Radio. Hello, Caesar. Welcome. Hi. How you guys doing? Good. Great to have you calling back in again. Welcome. Uh, can you guys hear me well? Yeah, we can. Okay. Making sure. Um, all right. So I'm blessed. You know, I'm grateful every day. Uh, every day with God is an is a amazing day. Um, so I just want to just, uh, I just want to say that I just want to con- cement and concrete my, my Lent, you know, of, of, uh, no arguing, <clears throat> stop arguing with my mom, my mom and my dad, especially my mom, you know, we, we have this back and forth. Um, it's not like ugly, it's not bad, you know, we don't yell back and forth, you know, but I just don't, I just don't like it. I, I'm tired of, of old games, you know, just same thing over and over and, uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, hopefully, uh. Hopefully, not hopefully, uh, I will just uh, stop. Yesterday was the last time where uh, I kind of called her out a little bit because uh, my parents are, like, lukewarm. They they, they just go to church on Sundays, and then uh, my mom prays the rosary every day, which is beautiful, but mm-hmm. sometimes they watch TV for, like, or TV for, like, three, four hours, and just, and I have nowhere to, I'm, I'm, I don't have nobody, nobody to, to judge, you know, um, like my mom said herself yesterday. But um, I I'm, I'm, I kind of did that just because I love him and uh, I wanted mm-hmm. to see better and I wanted to see how the closer you get to God, the, the happier that we can be. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, I just want, I, like I said, I just want to cement, you know, this this land that no more arguing with God. And also, on top of that, I also want to, I'm gonna resist of uh, uh, tapping on my uh, alarm clock, news button, and, and waking up as soon as uh, mm-hmm. as soon as it hits at mm-hmm. seven because. Uh, that's that's something that I have to work on. Resistance. We, every day we have to slay resistance, like Matthew Kelly, resisting happiness. And uh, I'm I'm an advocate of Matthew Kelly. He's, he's an amazing author, amazing book. And uh, if I have one thing to say about him, holy moments. Mm-hmm. Holy moments are going to change my life, and holy moments are going to change this world. And, mm-hmm. and God bless Matthew Kelly, and, and God bless God and our Lord and Savior. And uh, I love you guys. Oh, we love you too. Yeah. Can I just ask you a question? Do you pronounce your first name Caesar? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Caesar. Caesar. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so I just wanted to share with you. Do you realize how God is 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 all of heaven actually is rejoicing at what you just said about not wanting to argue anymore with your parents, especially your mom. That is that is adhering to God's commandment of honor your father and mother. So you have to imagine that that it is it is all of rejoicing in heaven right now with you declaring that and you ha- setting forth and having that plan. I think it is so beautiful for you to share it with us. I'm going I'm personally going to pray that you continue with that because I think many blessings and graces are going to be um, showered upon you and your parents if if you keep that peace and that joy and that love flowing all around. So God bless you for taking that on. That is wonderful. Yeah, no, no. Uh, thank you. Uh, glory to God. You know, uh, ever since January 1st, when I made my resolution to have God and Jesus Christ my best friend, uh, I can't. I can't go back. I would never go back to the life I, I would rather die. 
as a, hmm. I think I, I read it in the Bible or seen something. Uh, someone told me something like that, but honestly, I, I'm being honest. Uh, I'll glory to God. Uh, it's incredible uh, change that He's helped me with, and I'm just I'm just in love with with God and my best friend Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, that's powerful, Cesar. Absolutely powerful. And you said, you know, your, one of your resolutions was to make God and, of course, Jesus your best friend. And, you know, nobody honored his mother and father more than Jesus mm-hmm. did. So mm-hmm. if we're going to be in right relationship with him, we've got to be honoring our, our parents, our mothers and our fathers. So you're on a great path, young man, and we will be praying for you. And, uh, you know, this is, gonna, this is really going to change your relationship, I think, both of your parents. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to see the change in you. And it's really going to bear beautiful fruit. How can it not bear right. great fruit as you move forward in this right. in this new resolution, in this uh, Lenten yeah. practice? So. And, o- and always remember, if you have a little setback or there's a little, you know, a little argument or something, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to change anything. You know, you just keep moving forward. Always move forward with God because a little goes a long way. Jerry and I are living proof of that. Okay, so just, you know, be really confident and at peace that, you know, it's it's going to be, you know, with relationships, things kind of move all around and, and that's and that's understandable. So what you want to do is just keep moving forward. We go to Robin in Copperas Cove, Texas, listening on Armor of God Radio. Hi, Robin. Thanks for holding. Welcome. Hi. Well, thank you so much for taking my call. How are sure. you all today? Doing great. How are things with you? Going very well. I wanted to share that I went to a beautiful mass this morning, and uh, like Debbie, I got a blob. You did? And as oh, I, yeah. we're in the same group. Okay. Yeah, and I was walking back, and I saw the perfect crosses on the left side, the perfect crosses on the right, and I went, well, <laughs> I just went to the one that got the blob. But I agree with you, um, Debbie, though, that when you go out in the community, if you have a cross, I think that there's a little bit of a significance to that versus the, the blob that people may remark <laughs> on. But anyway, I did call just to, to, to tell you that uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful Mass, and I was really moved to tears um, when we sang Hosea, you know, come back to me with all your heart. It's just such a beautiful way to think of the beginning of Lent, and um, it was wonderful. Our priest had just gotten back after being gone for five weeks to his homeland in Nigeria, and his mama had just passed away, and he just came back, and, and it was so great to see him home and and uh, welcomed him back. And it was just beautiful. It's just beautiful all the way around. Beautiful to see a full church, beautiful to share at the beginning of Lent with others, and beautiful to, uh, you know, think about the, the discipline that we need to have over this time that will hopefully help carry us through beyond mm-hmm. beyond these 40 days. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, your spirits are very high, Robin, it sounds like, and it sounds like you really uh, have an appreciation for this season of Lent, which is really, I think, a beautiful thing. I mentioned, I made the comment earlier, so many times it can be like a downer for us, you know, oh, love Lent is here, you know, we got we got to fast, we have to fast, we have to do this, we have to do that. But, you know, it's it's we, we can turn that thinking around, Debbie. I think Robin, it sounds like Robin has done that, turning mm-hmm. it around to making yep. it a time, a real positive time, a real refreshing time, mm-hmm. a life-giving time. So I, I love yep. that spirit that she brought. Oh, I totally agree. Thank you, Robin, so very much for the call. Okay, we're talking about Lent today on Take Two. Please join us. We'll be right back. We're so glad you're with us on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on this Ash Wednesday 2024, talking about uh, 
just the whole the whole idea of Lent, the beautiful season that it is, what you are planning, what are you looking forward to? Do you do you like Lent? Do you love it? Do you dread it? Um, have you had your ashes yet? What kind of a, what kind of a cross did you get? We talked about that a little bit early in the show. Debbie got a blob, and mine is kind of sort of in the form of a cross. Your, yours is, yours like is like a, like a really cross. wide cross. Yeah, almost. An and did you see cross. Ace McKay's? Ace is a really yeah. nice cross. It is, yeah. Yeah, so he got our producer Ace McKay got a really nice cross. Uh, Matt is at the phones, and Charles and Rich are at um, on social media. So if you want to leave some messages, did you want to share some comments that are coming in? They're coming in pretty fast. Well, just real quickly, um, from YouTube, we have um, Clara watching the video stream on YouTube along with a lot of other people and some people watching on Facebook as well. And Clara says, why do people cheat on Sunday? Is that something Vatican II changed? Clara says, I still fast on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You want to answer? Well, it's a real simple answer, Clara. Mm-hmm. Sundays really aren't considered part of Lent because throughout the entire year, Sunday, like if you have a feast day, I think last, last Sunday mm-hmm. was the feast, of, would have been the feast of Our Lady of Lords mm-hmm. on February 11th, but it fell on a Sunday. So Sunday, which is like celebrate, we commemorate the resurrection of Christ, that always trumps anything else. So during even during the course of uh, the season of Lent, Sundays are really kind of excluded from, you can, you're still welcome to fast on Sundays if you want to do that, but my philosophy, as I've heard it put by, uh, you know, theology professors when I was in school, you feast with the church and you fast with the church. So it's okay, Clara, Mm -hmm. if you want to go ahead and whatever you've uh, given up for Lent, if you want to have a little bit of something uh, along those lines on a Sunday, that's that's Mm -hmm. not cheating. And also there's a lot of folks that don't, they they, um, stay away from meat products and meat um, on all Fridays of Mm -hmm. the year. That's what Marty and I do. And so you can do that as well. There's, you know, that's why it's important to go to the usccb.org and scroll through all of um, what is required for us as Catholics. It also talks about what moral theologians have said about certain things and about the, the Latin rite and um, our Eastern Orthodox um, Catholics. And so it talks all about it so you can see where you fit in as as you choose to take on Lent. Um, and real quickly, Jerry, we're getting a bunch of comments. They wanted to know uh, where is sin categories, the paragraphs in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It starts at paragraph 1846 and goes to 1864. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes to read it. Please read it about mortal and venial sins. And then also Matthew Kelly, it's 33 days to Eucharistic glory. And that's at dynamiccatholic.com. And the videos are there as well on YouTube. Okay. Back to your calls at 833-288-3986. If you're on hold, we appreciate your patience. As Cynthia has shown wonderful patience in Texas listening on Alexa today. Hi, Cynthia. Welcome to the conversation. Hello. How are you? Can you hear me? Very well. Okay. Um, Before I speak about my Lenten Lenten journey, um, I'd like to take a moment to thank um, you and Debbie and the Take-Two family. I called in maybe about six months ago, and I was having um, back issues, and I had had a previous back surgery, and they were trying to do surgery on me again. Mm. And um, I I started getting better, uh, and I just kept praying, and I guess all the prayers that uh, Take-Two family prayed for me, and I'm just on medication, and my nerve pain is improving every day. And I went to a, a third neurosurgeon, and he said that I don't uh, require surgery. Wow. So I just wanted to thank you and thank you for the prayers. Wow. Well, we 
Praise we, God. We point that all mm-hmm. straight up to heaven, Cynthia. Thank you. For, you've just made our day by sharing that. We just love Big to time. hear the praise reports. Big time. Thank you, well, Cynthia. Thank you prayers you will so continue, much. too. Yeah, <laughs> prayers will definitely continue. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as um, my Lentil journey, um, I've actually, I actually look forward to Lent. I know I'm, and I come from a large family, and my siblings kind of like, uh, they frown upon it. But I actually, I actually look forward to it, and I start preparing a week before and trying to decide what all I'm going to do. And um, what I try to do, and I've been doing for years, is um, I give, give up my time for the Lord rather than um, things, because I, it's harder to give up my time. So uh, my husband and I, we, like today we'll go to Mass in the evening because he's working. And um, what we do, uh, we go to the Stations of the Cross every Friday, and then we pray the Rosary and Divine Mercy for the 40 days. And then as for me, I try to go to a daily Mass, as many daily Masses as I can through Lent. And if not, there's not a daily Mass because we're in a small town available, I'll go to Adoration that day. And then um, my husband and I signed up for a class that the church was offering. It's No Greater Love, a Biblical Walk Through the uh, Christ passion, and we're starting that class tomorrow. Mm. So, I mean, there's just some things that um, I try to do to just get closer to the Lord every day. I just, I love Him so much, and I just can't get enough. Mm-hmm. Well, it sure sounds like it, Cynthia. And I, I would just say kudos to you and your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have just listed. I mean, any one of those things that you listed would have been, I think, a very beautiful Lenten offering to the Lord. But you're taking on so many different things, and they are definitely going to take up a, 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 a quite a bit of your time. And that's a beautiful thing if, if, if you feel like you know giving your time is, is a little bit more of a sacrifice for you. I know the Lord is going to be pleased by that. But you have just provided the Take-Two family, and me and probably Debbie and our whole show team, mm-hmm. some really, uh, I think, powerful ideas that we could—it's never too late. I mean, Len has just started today so we could add any of these things that she just mentioned absolutely going to mass daily mass divine mercy stations of the cross you you just packed in some really uh, amazing power uh, like powerful uh devotions cynthia and i loved how you said you can't get enough of of our lord well he can't get enough of you he loves you so much and you're you are meeting him in a beautiful way and that is just wonderful that's why i believe these blessings are flowing in your life like this and and your attitude your your outlook is amazing about lent you're you're a very special individual cynthia i, I think you probably know that though well, I, I thank you. I thank you for that. But um, I really, I just feel that, you know, I started taking, um, a, I mean, I'm a cradle Catholic, and um, I wasn't catechized as, I guess, as well as I, I could have been. And so I guess about 10 years ago, I signed up for a Bible study at, at the church. And the priest there was uh, the one that was leading up the Bible study. And while I was there, it was just like my heart was opened, mm-hmm. my eyes were opened, my ears were opened. And ever since then, I just can't get enough. It's just mm-hmm. like I even bought, um, wow. I purchased some books on the Internet. So that way, I don't even, I'm not a big TV person, but I do watch it like maybe an hour in the evening. But I decided that instead of the hour of TV, I bought some books, some spiritual books to help me. And like uh, the young man that called before, he uh, mentioned the book uh, Holy Moments. I read that book. I that absolutely changed a lot of things in my life. Instead of 
complaining about all the little things that I need to do all the time. I just offer them up and just keep it to myself. And that book actually changed. I mean, I think it's a wonderful book for people to read. It's a simple read, and I think it, it can change people's lives. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah. That's another powerful endorsement of that book. Cynthia, thank you mm-hmm. so much. And you may or may not have been listening at the start of the show. We referenced something we talked about yesterday, and that is Matthew Kelly's, uh, one of his latest offerings, 33 Days to Eucharistic Glory, which Debbie researched uh, quite considerably online since yesterday's show before today. And mm-hmm. something that Debbie feels we, we need to have Matthew on the show maybe to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've already reached fabulous. out to them via email to see if we can get how, you know what they can do for parishes, you know, to provide, you know, multiple copies, and, and I'd love to see our parish go through something like that. So, mm. thank you, oh, Cynthia. Yes. You and your husband have a blessed Valentine's Day and a wonderful Lent as well. That's right. It, it's it, I, I I forgot it was Valentine's Day. We celebrated it this this past weekend. We didn't mm-hmm. want to. Um, celebrate it today. We celebrated it over the weekend. But yeah, it's Valentine's Day as well. Okay, so you guys are asking about the fasting requirements and the and the exceptions. It's all there because we have a lot we have a lot of calls we got to get to. So it's all on usccb.org. I'll say it again. Just go read it. You'll learn so much and you'll just you'll just be able to go right and and put yourself where you properly can be at, based on your medical conditions or if you have any um, psychological issues or your age, age, um, if you're outside of the age uh, requirements. So it's very, it's just wonderful. And I always say, you know, knowledge is power and it's, and it's important. We, we have the knowledge. So you, you because the last thing you want to do is say, well, I, I didn't know, I didn't know. Well, once you know, then you can take uh, charge of your spiritual life and you can go as deep as, as you're able to go with God. And that's important, right, Jer? It is, Yeah. More of your calls, Jim in Louisville, Kentucky, listening on the EWTN app today. Hi, Jim. Welcome. Hey, this is Tim. Oh, Tim. Good to have you with us, Tim. Thank you. Uh, so where do I start? Um, this morning's Mass at 7 a.m. was, I would say there's probably 200, uh, well, over 200 people at Mass. So that was really good to see. And Father's homily was about rub some dirt in it. So that's why, that's how he started his homily, and his theme was, you know, from when you're you were a child and you skinned your knee and or cut your elbow, you know, just rub some dirt in it, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so he translated that into, you know, the the ashes, just you know, putting the ashes on, and uh, you know, that will signify a healing. Mm-hmm. And so, too, Debbie, I wanted to I wanted to tell you, you get the same credit for having a blob as anyone else with a perfect cross. And I got a I got a I got a decent cross. I didn't get it wasn't, you know, high definition, but you know, I was happy with it. So but uh also too, I had done there was a book that I picked up on the Catholic company, I think, Memento Mori. And it was a forty day reflection where you would, you know, journal every day during Lent. And that was really helpful to me to stay focused and to stay grounded on, you know, keeping the, your mortality forefront in your mind, especially during Lent, not, not just during Lent, but every day, but especially during Lent. So I thought that was a, you mentioned memento mori. So I thought that was very, you know, important for me anyway, to use that, to use that tool, you know, to help me stay grounded. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, we've got a T-shirt that's available at EWTNRC.com, so with that same kind of image to remind us. Tim, I think it's important. I really do. But don't forget to take a, a selfie of your uh, really nicely defined cr- um, cross because I think it's I think it's pretty special, you know, just to have these these pictures of all of us walking on this journey. I can just feel the Holy Spirit as I said that. I just feel like when we do this together and we really talk about our 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 path, our plan towards God, you know, the idea is we 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 come we're here on earth, right? We're living this life and the idea is to get back to God. We come from God, we get back to God. And when we do it together as the body of Christ, it becomes something enjoyable. It becomes something that we can do because we have the support of each other. And as I was hearing you speak, Tim, I could picture myself in that church with 200 people, with Father talking about, you know, with the homily that he started with, you having a nice cross on your forehead. Um, And, you know, that is what I really believe we need to do more of. I I really do. As the older I get, maybe I'm, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm getting too old. I don't know. But Tim and, and Jerry, let me ask you guys this question. Don't you feel like it's time we really start acting like the body of Christ? I absolutely do. And one other thing I wanted to mention real quick was as soon as you started talking to open the show about people who would mention, hey, you've got dirt on your head or what is that in your head? Somebody uh, came up to me and was like, you know, what is what is that on your forehead? And so I had the opportunity to let them know that it's a reminder, you know, that of our uh, mortality. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he was he was very appreciate it. He's like, I'd, I'd never heard that. I didn't know what it was. I'd seen it before, but I didn't know what it was. But I, I absolutely agree. It's time to, uh, for all of us to step forward and take a bigger, a bigger role in our, you know, in our, in our lives, as far as professing our faith and, you know, showing unity as a church. Yeah, yeah. I agree. No, it's a great witness. It really is. And you know, uh, as you were talking about the the way your pastor started his homily, Tim, just made me so much appreciate our priests and our deacons and our bishops, those who preach to us. Because like you can only imagine, there are there's no limit to the different angles that a preacher can take on Ash Wednesday in the season of Lent, and that was uh, the way your way your priest started that out. Rub a little dirt in it, you know. That's a beautiful. I had never heard that one before. So. We just have such a, a great wealth, a great treasure in the scriptures and, and those who expound upon them for us. So just mm-hmm. glad that you shared that with us, Tim. Have a blessed Lent, uh, Lenten season, brother, and thank you so much for being part of the conversation today. We are so grateful for that. We are going to go to Patricia and Lewis in just a moment here. I want to mention first, though, the uh, Miracle Hunter with Michael O'Neill is Saturdays at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. right here on EWTN Radio. And this week, Michael O'Neill invites you to join the conversation as Monsignor David LaPuma and David Kirsten join to discuss Venerable Nelson Baker from the uh, Buffalo, New York area. Also, a conversation on Marian apparitions with author Catherine O'Dell. That's The Miracle Hunter with Michael O'Neill, Saturdays at 1 and 7 p.m. on EWTN Radio. That's Eastern I have to time. ask you a question. I don't want to put you on the spot, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's Lent. I'm being very bold. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you become a priest, 
Is it okay, do you know, if if we, the Take-Two family, can, like, give you suggestions on homilies? I would hope you would. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, that is that would be so yeah. much fun. Yep. I would love that. Good Lord willing, yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Okay, I just put you on the spot for that one, but that was a good answer. Okay, Patricia in Colorado has been waiting so patiently, gets our virtual patience award, listening on the EWTN app. Hi, Patricia. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so uh, several years ago, I went to a parish. I lived in a different diocese, and there was just the most wonderful priest there. Um, they're all wonderful. I But th- this priest in particular just loved having fun. And he uh, warned us that he was going to sprinkle ashes in our hair mm-hmm. on the top of our head because it was an old tradition and he wanted to do it that way that year. And so when we went up, you know, we got ashes sprinkled in our hair. And um, I've had the honor and privilege of being someone who uh, is in the uh, front of the line to give the ashes. And it's not easy to do anything sometimes but a blog because the ashes get started to get stuck on your thumb. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's kind of weird, but... But I just uh, wanted to share with you that um, don't be sad about your blob, Debbie. I actually just got ashes on the top of my head. You did. Yeah. Well, and Patricia, let me just share for for our listeners sake, because we have new listeners each and every time we do this show, you know, during the pandemic, that older tradition of sprinkling the ashes on the top of the crown of the head um, came back, obviously, for the pandemics, because, you know, we weren't able to really be near each other, touch each other, all that kind of stuff. And so the sprinkling came back and a lot of people were really offended at that. So there needed to be like a quick catechesis. And, um, and so and so I'm glad that your your uh, pastor, um, you know, it kind of uh, refreshed everybody's memory on that that it is an older tradition and it can be used for the for the ashes. Now, um, and I I personally just this is just me. I personally don't care for that. Uh, mainly because I don't like anything in my, in my hair. And it just, I don't, I just didn't like that. I actually like the visual, um, um, representation of us going through Lent with, uh, repentant return back to the gospel or, um, our own mortality, or, you know, we return to dust and all that to have that be a visual sign. So that's just me personally, but I'm glad you brought it up, Patricia, because I do know, cause we got comments coming into take two. People said that they're still doing the old, the old, um, tradition of this. And I think it has something to do with there's, um, you know, there's flu and virus and stuff. And so maybe it's, they're still carrying it on, um, at parishes, but that's good that you brought it up to refresh everybody's memory. What do you say to that, Jer? Well, I think the, uh, the rubrics are, it kind of leaves it open. You know, the rubrics only talk about, you know, putting at, applying ashes on the head, if I'm not mistaken. So it doesn't, get specific about that but mm-hmm. it, it is interesting i mean i if, if they sprinkled ashes on my head you'd still be able to see the ashes because my hair is so short yeah because you don't have yeah you hardly have yeah. any hair on mm-hmm. yeah but the you know i don't know how do you feel about it patricia what is your what is your position well, well my hair is white and so it obviously showed mm-hmm. and um i don't know i just took it with a grain of salt i thought it was kind of fun it was uh, something that I didn't know before, and 
it was just something that, you know, kind of maybe, you know, a remembrance of past sure. traditions. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean that is true. I do love, and I, I I tell you what I really love is our is our Eastern Orthodox um, brothers and sisters. They have the most amazing rituals and traditions that that they they're very mystical in everything they do, and I love that. And so I, I agree with you. Bringing back um, so many of these um, rituals and traditions, I think, are very helpful and a good reminders for all of us to go deeper. You know. Yeah, and Patricia, I'm curious. You you seem to be a little bit caught by surprise by this. Was there an announcement made uh, before the distribution of ashes that that would be the case this this year? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to act surprised like I had been surprised. Oh, no. Oh. He cautioned us. He let us okay. know that that okay. was going to happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Very so, cool. yeah. But Very yeah. Nice. he was so cute and nice and sweet. Yeah, you know, anything he did was kind of okay. <laughs> well, have a blessed Lent, Patricia. Yeah. Thanks so much for being part of our show today. That was um, a great call. I think call. we're going to have time for uh, Lewis in Worcester, Massachusetts. We'll mm-hmm. wrap up things with Lewis today listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Lewis. Welcome. Well, hopefully we'll wrap up today oh, with Lewis. Oh, Lewis. Are you there? Are you there, Lewis? Lewis Three, walked two, away. One. Yeah, well, oh, I wanted to Matt get to can him. Check back in with yeah, him. maybe Matt would. We, we, we have a couple minutes left. Hopefully we can get to him. Okay, so just again, really quickly, guys, uh, one more time, go to the catechism, go to usccb.org. You'll get all the information on sin and on the requirements for Lent. And there's also prayer and almsgiving, all sorts of uh, articles there. It's very, very uh, wonderful to make sure we're, we are we understand the, um, the Lenten season. Um, we can enter fully into Lent, and it's that's important. Go deep with God, please. Please give him your your very best this Lent, and let's see how um, we're going to be talking about it, right, Jerry? On on Easter Monday, mm-hmm. we'll be saying, "How did your Lent go?" And we want to know, and that's important. It is, yeah. And I would just say, by word of a word of encouragement, you know, most of us, not everybody, lives in areas where they have four seasons. You know, Debbie, I think in in Arizona, you don't really necessarily have the four seasons. Where I used to live, we didn't. But, you know, the 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 world, the earth goes through seasons. Okay, there you have to make changes. All right, during the winter, some of you have to shovel snow. Uh, during the summer, you know, it gets really hot, and then the spring, and you know, you plant and you harvest. Well, the same thing with the church. That's just why the church, the liturgical calendar, has different seasons of the year. It's for us to have the opportunity to kind of have our attention captured and you know to wake up a little bit and maybe make some very positive changes or just do things a little bit differently but again for lent the idea is to do things a little bit differently i.e better maybe holier more more you know dedicated to god but to keep that going don't put it on the shelf to collect dust starting you know with easter monday so i just i just hope and pray that as we enter into the season of lent everybody the take two family and anybody else who's listening i guess whoever if you are listening you are the take two family so uh that you would just really, you know, invest yourself into this season of Lent right now because it's a no-lose situation, you guys. You're going to come out mm-hmm. better on the other side and maybe develop some practices and disciplines in your life that will be not only lifelong but life-changing. So I know, Debbie, you joined join mm-hmm. me in encouraging people to do that. Absolutely, and those were great and powerful words, Jerry. Thank you oh, thank so you. much. And we should also let our Take-Two family know that you guys are all in the book Um, We're praying uh, for you this entire Lent. Would you pray for us? 
as well. And the show team, we have a, we have an amazing show team, Ace and Michael and uh, Charles and Rich and Matt Gabinski, the one that you talk to every time you call in. He does such a fine job. And you know what? And all of EWTN and Catholic media, television, please. How about that? How about if you're going to give something up, give up uh, just those those uh, TV shows, those comedies and things that you watch on TV or, or that you stream and just focus on EWTN television and Catholic radio. Oh, wouldn't that be a great Lent? Yeah, not a lot of people do that. In fact, you and I have heard of, we've known of priests who have given quote-unquote penances to listen to uh, EWTN radio, which is not, it's not a penance at all, folks. Um, but, you know, just again, getting back to one of our callers, it could be just giving carving out that time to do that but it's going to have a very uh, positive benefits in your life if you do uh, you know spend more time listening to EWTN or watching EWTN television and especially during these holy seasons of the year just I mean looking ahead down the road when we come to Holy Week and Easter you can just keep your radio or TV tuned right into EWTN and get the mm-hmm. finest coverage of the, uh, you know, the, the liturgical seasons of the year, the year that you're going to find anywhere so yep. I encourage you to do that Well, I'm keeping the prayer book out because tomorrow is our urgent prayer show. It's a very popular show. We're going to pray together um, and storm heaven. Very important, Jerry. So I'm keeping the prayer book out. I'm just going to leave it on my desk until tomorrow. Okay, very good. Take Two family, you are awesome. Thank you so much for making this a great Ash Wednesday broadcast. If you haven't yet been to Mass, gotten your ashes, go ahead, plan on doing that. And, uh, you know, we just hope this season of land is very fruitful and peaceful and, and even joyful for you and those that you love. Again, for the show team, thank you so much. We had Ace McKay, our producer. Matt Gubensky is on the phones today. Charles and Rich were on social media. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the show. I'm Jerry. She's Debbie. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Until then, St. Cyril and Methodius, please pray for us. God bless. God bless.